Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Celebrate Herself podcast. This episode may or may not be like a day or so late because I'm actually recording on the day I'm supposed to post because I was being a little traveling queen. I didn't have time to record in advance. And yeah, so thank you so much for tuning in. New episodes every Thursday, usually, you know. And thank you so much to everyone who supported the podcast over this past week, who posted it, who commented, who shared, all that. Thank you guys so much for all the love and i'm so excited for today's episode so i was just in new york for an extended weekend i would say and it was so fun if you guys know i was supposed to go in december which that would have been such a different experience because you know like christmas time and like winter and stuff but it didn't end up working out and bro it's just so different there than la and i really do feel like i like it better over there for me like just for my lifestyle it's mostly just like the walking lifestyle you know i did notice that ubers were more expensive out there but probably because less people drive i don't know but also i think cabs like yellow cabs and stuff are less like to the airport and stuff like a yellow cab was definitely cheaper than an uber bro even just the trains out there are better especially the newer trains like they make it i don't want to say it's like a luxury experience but compared to the trains the train system in la Bro, it's like so many people just don't like there's nobody like me that I ever see on the train out here. You know, it's like very rare. And I feel like they're usually like tourists and they just like don't really know any better. I just feel like safer out there, honestly. And you have to remember, like I live in L.A. I live in, you know, downtown L.A., which is probably one of the worst places ever to live. <laughs> just as far as like safety goes and violence and just like um being a woman just walking around there just because there's so many more people out i just felt way safer taking the train i took safer because there's so many just normal people it's not like i'm the only fucking woman on a train but yeah like don't get me wrong it's not like the perfect place it's not like i'm I'm like oh my god um but just like as far as my lifestyle goes out in la and just how difficult it is at sometimes and just like i mean not that it's difficult here like but it's just annoying. Like, to, I feel like to really experience LA, to get all you can out of it, you need a car, you know? Because if you want to do cool stuff, like, I don't know, go to Malibu for the day or go do a hike or whatever. Even just, you know, like, local shit. Not even, like, oh, drive to San Diego. Like, just local shit in the city. Like, it's just really difficult to access those places. So, therefore, it's like you're kind of confined to just where you can walk to or uber to or you know metro to and you know that's possible for a lot of day-to-day stuff but as far as just having fun and enjoying yourself like it's hard to do shit i don't know if y'all were watching my vlogs or podcasts at this time last year when i went to new york but that experience was just like so like almost like magical i feel like that wasn't even my first time there but it was kind of the first time I really experienced New York, I feel, because the first time, you know, I just wasn't 21. We didn't really know, like, what we were doing. So I didn't really feel that magical feeling this time, but I more so felt like, oh, thank God, I'm back to this, you know? I wouldn't say I'd think of it 
in like a romanticized way but it's just like okay if i'm gonna live in a big city like this is more so the place for me at this time just realistically practically you know i'll be getting my steps in like it's just better and then to come back to la is just kind of like not ew I was low-key expecting to feel a little bit more like depressed coming back. I don't know. I've been saying, you know, over this whole past year, like I just really feel over LA in a lot of ways, you know, as far as that goes, like just not really driving, not driving out here, period. Um, and just like nightlife and stuff. I'm just, I'm really over a lot of that. And it's just, I, a lot of times I just feel myself thinking like, why am I here? Like, I don't really need to be here. And I'm just like, and I feel like this would be the case no matter like where I lived, but just because a lot of my formative adult years, my first, you know, years being an adult were here. It's just like, low key, it's just like triggering. Like it's like, ew, bad memory here, bad memory here. Like, <laughs> just like, I don't know. Not that it's like been a horrible experience, but it's just like, ew, like why? Like, I'm just over a lot of shit. Yeah, we'll see what I do. But yeah, I'm just really in like a travel mood, y'all. And I'm already planning my next trip and I just feel like it's just exciting and a good topic of conversation on this podcast because I feel like a lot of you have been watching me since, you know, I moved to LA and just at that time in my life when I was, you know, freshly graduating, freshly had freshly graduated high school and was just traveling a lot. And like, I feel like my content was just more exciting and fresh and like I feel like that excitement was kind of like showed or like you were able to feel that when you watch my videos I know now when I go back to like vlogs at that time even though I cringe sometimes or I'm like ew it's like you are able to feel that just like innocent excitement like life is so good vibe <laughs> then I got jaded and bitter but you know <laughs> no just kidding and I do miss that and I feel like especially just with the pandemic and everything, I feel like a lot of us feel that as far as traveling goes. I edited my New York vlog yesterday. It's not like the best vlog, but it's like so funny. So um, I hope you guys enjoy that. And it's just like fun. Like it's just like a fun little adventure. So next exciting news is my birthday coming up. It's not this weekend, but next weekend. I'm going to celebrate it that weekend, but it's the last week of July. Um, and I just feel excited about that too. I feel like I have like a few little things planned um like nothing crazy or anything but then it'll just be fun and i'm just excited and i just feel like i don't know my past few birthdays have not not that they've been bad but they just haven't really been the best so this year i just really want to like take matters into my own hands and just like decide to have a good time and low-key have no expectations and just you know enjoy low-key like celebrating it over multiple days not in like a extra way like Maybe you're a person like this. I don't know. I just feel like it's like everyone's different and it low-key depends on how you were raised. But like, you know those people, and again, maybe you're one of them, but they celebrate their birthday throughout the whole month or like their birthday week. And they just are like posting on their story every day that it's their birthday or like they're getting birthday tags on their story every day. It's like, bro, like when I was growing up, we would celebrate our birthdays on our birthday and that was it. And like, yeah, you know, especially in school, maybe if, well, I don't, Actually, no, because my, I have a summer birthday, so it would never, like, fall on a school day or anything. But, you know, like, maybe you're busy with your family on your birthday, so then you have a birthday party with your friends a separate day. But, like, our birthdays were never, like, this week thing or, like, a month thing. Like, I just... 
that's never been a like a thing for me it never had to be this huge thing like i think just for me what was really emphasized was like spending time or celebrating with those important in your life and not just to have a huge party and just you know inviting everyone and like because it's more special to me at least like when you're just with people that you actually care about and they actually care about you and that's just more meaningful to me so that's kind of how it's always been and yeah so i'm excited to just do like a few little things spaced out over some days and just have a good time like i just want to have fun you know and i feel like since it's low-key in the back of my mind like i kind of want to leave la like the rest of this year i just want to like take advantage and like i mean i could change my mind who knows but i think it's just also a good way to live like take advantage of living here and just do shit that I haven't done yet. When my friend and I were flying back to New York, we're like, oh my God, like, I don't want to go back to LA. Like, you because we're kind of on the same page, you know, as far as just everything I explained. And someone texted her and was like, you're acting like you live like in Can." I think he's, he said like Kansas or something. Like you're going back to like a poppin' ass city and like you're acting like you're, you live like in the middle of nowhere. And I was like, true, Loki. Um, also then my new thing is talking in a Kris Jenner voice. <laughs> and I just, like, keep doing it. Like, I literally had to go get a package from my front desk the other morning. And, like, I think it was yesterday. And I was like, I think I have a little bit of a package back there, if you don't mind. <laughs> what would happen if you just called Taylor up? We're just going to do a little unfollow sesh after this. So, anyway, let me know where you live and if you, if you fuck with the vibes. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I asked you guys literally like last minute right before hitting record to just submit some topics and stuff. And I don't know if you guys remember Romero. He was the one. This is just like a random straight man that follows me. Like, I mean, I assume he's straight based on how he acts. No offense. (laughs) This is the man who replied to my story once and was like, why don't you read any male books? And then I posted, like, changing my IG bio to, like, male books book club. <laughs> All my males. HMU hit my line. So Romero's, like, a very active follower. And, like, he's never been creepy. He's just been interesting. So it's, like, I'll continue to let me fo- to, I'll continue to let you follow me. You know? Because he'll do things like vote in my polls or submit a <laughs> podcast. So he said, and this is the only response I've gotten so far, but he said, five most attractive things men do. Romero will be, like, in my opinion... The five top most attractive things a man could do is be in a male book club, be very active on IG, <laughs> vote in poll. <laughs> but let's think. So I think the first thing that like comes to mind is, and this just goes for anybody, but I feel like especially because it's just a lot more rare in men, like straight men or potential love interests, people who whose actions align with what they say. And I feel like with men, it's very common that they don't do this because so often they can kind of sell you a dream or, you know, tell you what you want to hear or, you know, kind of make their actions 
align with that in the beginning and then slowly stop doing shit but they still kind of keep this front of like oh i'm like i'm gonna show you the world i'm gonna give you what you want i'm gonna be a great boyfriend i'm gonna make you my girl whatever um and a lot of us just want to believe that you know especially when their actions do align in the beginning you know it's like well why would i not believe you you used to do what you said y'all it's so important to not believe what people say <laughs> but just believe their actions so especially when you're first talking to a guy you know, when he says things like, oh, we should like travel here or like, oh my God, I really want to like do this with you. It's like, oh, that's nice, but we'll see. You know, you just have to really keep that attitude. And it's not about, you know, being like cynical or, you know, bitter or anything like that or expecting the worst, but it's just like, until you prove to me that I can, you know, really fully believe what you say, like, I'm not gonna just believe you just to believe you because I like the sound of it, you know? So that's definitely the first thing. And again, it's just so rare, I feel. And just with people in general, it can be very rare to find someone who is just reliable and whose actions match their words and who really stands on what they say. The older I get, the more I realize how important that is and the more I try to practice that as much as possible. So like, I will not agree to something if I don't think I'll wanna do it, you know? And that also goes into setting boundaries. Like, if you are uncomfortable telling someone no, you're more likely to flake on them later or have to make up, like, a bullshit excuse later as to why you can't do something versus, like, if you just said, no, I'm unable to do that in the beginning, your actions are matching up with your words. You're being honest, and it really comes down to, like, setting boundaries and being confident in yourself and your own needs. Let's just make that a goal, everyone. And maybe this isn't a struggle for you, but let's just really prioritize standing on what we say and having our actions match our words. Because I just feel like when you set the example also, and not that that's going to work for like a guy per se, but just like when you have that own value in your life, you know, you're going to recognize when someone doesn't a lot quicker than if like you yourself have trouble saying no, having your actions match your words, whatever, you know, it's kind of like all interconnected, so. That's probably the first thing. I feel like, and I feel like a lot of women would agree and probably just a lot of people, like I feel like when men are in touch with their emotions, not in like a manipulative way, <laughs> but just like when a man can be vulnerable and just like real, I feel like a lot of like what makes someone attractive to me is just like when they can be their complete selves and I feel like that really comes down to like being vulnerable. I just really don't like a super quote unquote masculine man. And I mean, I feel like that's never really been my type, but I feel like as I get older, it's just kind of like, a lot of the times it feels fake to me. Like this is what you think a man should be like. So that's how you're acting. But then it's like, we're kind of unable to have like a real conversation or like, you know, you're just doing things because it's like, you think that's what you should be doing instead of like, it's actually how you feel like you know um and you know that's kind of just what society teaches us that's how a lot of men are socialized um but when a man can just be honest and real and like that's just really attractive like when a man can admit he's wrong or when a man can like open up about something when a man's a good listener also part of what attracts me to someone is like when we feel connected like if after a conversation i feel closer with you and also like i don't mean oh i just like someone who's so deep like i feel like some guys there's like an, another genre of guys that are just like you know oh i'm so deep and like i'm not like other guys like that's annoying because that also feels like a front but just when someone's like authentic and real and like 
can just have a real conversation. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because, I, and I feel like a lot of women would agree. So let me know if you agree. But I feel like a lot of like what attracts us to a man are things that are not traditionally masculine or that do not fit into you know the idea of like an alpha male like it's like we like men who can express their emotions we like men who are sweet and like who and i mean i guess i'm saying this and i'm like i guess not everyone i be seeing y'all tiktoks about oh when he cries in front of you and you have the ick or whatever like i'm not saying a man crying in front of me is gonna like arouse me but it's like i really only get the ick with poor behavior or like disrespect or like just things that I don't know. It's like things that aren't real. But you know, it's like, I I like when a man checks in with me, when a man asks how I'm feeling. And like, so many of these things are just very shut down by gender norms. Um, So therefore, it's like rare to find. And like, so often when a man does kind of seem to have these qualities, it's like often a front or like just a way to kind of get you. And it's not like authentic. So it's like, Bro, it's just hard. I feel like there's not really things I can think of that are super like, I don't know. I want to say superficial. That's not, I mean, superficial. Yeah, but it's like more than that. Like it just really, to me at this stage in my life, it just really comes down to like you being a real person, you you being willing to like work on your shit and just be real. And like, I just want to really connect with someone. I think that's like my top priority or like what I would look for or am looking for in a partner and like a boyfriend is like someone real because that's just like my current journey I feel over this past over these past couple years it's just like how can I be more in touch with myself and how can I honor myself more so it's like I want someone who is in alignment with that and like what attracts me to you is not going to be I mean like obviously like I can be like, wow, that's a fine ass guy. But like, if I talk to you, like, <laughs> and like, and like, I want to say, oh, it's not money. It's like, yeah, I want someone who like has their shit together, but it's not like, oh, well, if a guy has money, that's the only thing that matters, you know? It's just like, I want connection and something real. And I don't want to like settle for less or like settle for an aesthetic or like an idea of what this could be or like, oh, you're going to take care of me. So therefore, like, I'm just going to, nothing else matters. Like, as long as you, you know, have money or whatever. Like, I don't know. I'm not saying money doesn't matter, by the way, but it's just like, you know, that's not the only thing. So I guess we're kind of giving up on this five things list because it really, I feel like everything I say is just going to boil down to the same point of like, I just want a real connection and I want to grow with somebody and I just want to feel like seen for who I am and not like, just like oh like you're like a female and it's just interesting also with a lot of the talk on social media about like oh you know like i want a man i want trying to think of a specific example but you know a lot of complaint for a lot of women is like oh men don't pay for dates men don't plan dates i want to feel like a a lady you know i want you to court me bro a guy can be doing those things like doing quote unquote the right things but then he can still just kind of see you as like a like a woman and like what i mean by that is like a prop instead of like a real you know partnership or connection or like just like a real person you know so that's something to really look out for because like especially if you're used to like dating or talking to guys who like 
don't want to plan dates or like don't really want to you know have step into that more masculine role of like you know dating you or pursuing you um you know if a guy comes along and it's like wow like he's like actually taking me on nice dates he's like courting me he's making me feel just like a lady whatever it's like that can also i don't want to say that's a red flag but it's like that also can you know that's like not everything and especially if you're not used to it it can feel like oh my god this is like what i've been waiting for but just like with a lot of shit like guys, especially when it comes to like narcissists and um just more manipulative guys people it's like they will low-key know like oh she's not going to be used to this so it's like love bombing you know like she's not used to guys taking her out to nice restaurants so if i do this then like she's gonna fall for me and then like i can make her do whatever i want or whatever um so yeah it's just like you really have to trust your intuition and like i don't think and this is relevant to the the question to trusty romero's question (laughs) is he trusty i don't know he's loyal though um like i don't think i can break it down like what attracts me to a guy in like a list like it's not like a five-step list because if it was like oh i like a guy with with abs and who goes to the gym and who has money and who this that who likes to travel because it's like low-key anyone could kind of mold themselves to that and then it's like oh well i'm attracted to you so we go together (laughs) versus like a real connection or coming together is so much more than just like a checklist so i hope that makes sense but let me know if you relate if you agree to any of that um and yeah so bro it's just like you really have to trust your intuition if you get a weird vibe and i've said this so many times in my podcast and it still remains true like bro i just always prove myself right time and time again like fuck your first literal like your first time fucking looking at a guy like i just feel like i've never been wrong in like discerning what type of guy he is or like his vibe the first time we're in a room together you know i can tell and even if it's like oh well i was wrong like we actually had a conversation and like oh he's actually cool he seems down to earth he seems like not what i like this initial kind of persona i you know put onto him um but then it's like later down the line Bro, my initial first impression was correct. Never doubt your intuition, ladies. But really anyone, you know? And yeah, I just feel like that shit is what is going to impress me. Especially, bro, I hate to say it. Really hate to say it. But especially after living in LA, being around shit, being around popping, quote, quote, unquote, popping shit, popping guys, guys with money. It's like, that shit is not impressive, it's not it's like who you are as a person and like are you willing to because bro it's so and i know from personal experience i've tried fucking do it it's so it can be so difficult to you know be vulnerable to be in touch with your emotions to overcome shit you know and that's not something you just like i don't know that's not something that money can buy that's not i mean maybe therapy babe but (laughs) that's not something you know that's nothing external really you know and it's just so rare so that is what's gonna impress me period if you fucking if your actions match your words if you stand on what you say if you are in touch with your feelings if we can have a difficult conversation that's attractive 
period by. And again, I'm not saying looks don't matter, money doesn't matter, but it's like, like, obviously, please have your shit together. Please have good hygiene, babe. Please, like, get a haircut, babe. But, like, <laughs> um, it's not like that. It's, like, what's going to impress me, you know? So I saw this TikTok, and it just kind of blew me away. <laughs> I know we've all experienced this, or maybe I've seen other TikToks about it as well. Um, but, like, basically, cleaning before your sneaky link comes over and like how you'll just start cleaning the most random shit um and it's like who fucking cares like this man probably doesn't even like clean himself <laughs> but so i saw this extreme example and like i commented on it before i realized how extreme it was gonna get like i commented like mood or something so and because i thought it was gonna be a joke bro so this girl's like doing a deep clean she's just kind of filming herself doing like a deep clean and the caption was like me cleaning before my sneaky link comes over and you know it starts out she's just like doing a deep clean but then she starts you know like giving doing a deep wash on her trash can and then she i forget what else she was doing she's like cleaning her grout maybe it's just like shit like that like you wouldn't like clean this on a normal day um and then it showed her this is when I was like, she's gone too far. It showed her going to Target to purchase new pillows for this man. And she was dead serious. It wasn't like she was, I mean, maybe, and she was still just continuing the joke. But it wasn't, it didn't seem like she was already going to buy pillows. And it just happened to like, oh, well, I'll just buy them before he comes over. No, because someone in the comments was like, not the pillows, sis. And she commented back and was like, I just didn't know what kind he liked. Bro. And so then it showed a screenshot of her text to him. And she's like, oh, do you have any, like, food allergies I should know about? Or were you just... And then in a, I think it was in another message, like... Or were you just kidding about making you dinner? And his response was, like, either a day later or, like, hours later. And he's like, oh, I was just kidding. <laughs> Bro, so, like, ladies, anyone, actually, <laughs> please, never. Like, oh, my God. Bro, okay, so, like... I think, I don't know if it was in last week's episode or before that, but I was talking about like, you know, over-functioning versus under-functioning and how if you're an over-functioner, it makes you feel better and more in control to be doing more shit. So like if cleaning makes you feel better and more in control of a situation, you could be an over-functioner. Or like if you always feel like you're the one putting in more work or doing more shit to keep the relationship alive, you know, um... And that's not to say, like, oh, you can't do nice things for people. But, like, bro, I assume this is not her fucking man. This is not her boyfriend. I don't even, like, it was just literally giving sneaky link vibes. Like, not even, like, I'm dating him vibes. And it's like, you're doing all this shit. And it's like, for what? And I, low-key, like, and no shade, no tea to this girl. I just, you know, we love a good just example because I'm sure a lot of us can relate to this. Um, But low-key, usually a lot of that stems from... And, like, I'm not a professional. Like, this is just, like, what I've learned. Like, take it or leave it. Like, (laughs) disclaimer, disclaimer. But a lot of that can stem from, in childhood, you felt like you had to win either, like, your caretaker's love or basically you had to work for love. And your love, the amount that you were loved or, like, being loved equated to like what you did i'm deserving of love when i you know manage other people's emotions is kind of the belief or when i win over 
someone else's approval. When I have someone else's approval, that's safe. So then you kind of grow up with this belief and then therefore all of your relationships are kind of like you doing, doing, doing shit to kind of win over their approval and to make them feel good because that's the only way you kind of know how to receive love or care or affection or anything, you know? It's just such a deep-rooted thing so often. You know, you can know logically like, oh, like, haha, this is so funny. Like, I'm cleaning for this man. He probably doesn't even clean. He wouldn't do this for me, lol. But it's like, then why are you doing it? And I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with like doing a cleanup before someone comes over or like, if you're kind of nervous, like, you know, sometimes you can like clean a little more if you're nervous, some of us. Um, but to like, just do all this shit, like, bro, buy new pillows specifically for this random man. Like, why? What has he done to deserve that? Like, this is not your boyfriend. This is not your husband. Like, this is not someone who has earned that. And like, bro, even if you're in a relationship, like, you can still kind of like have that subconscious mentality of like, I need to win. Okay, there goes the freaking camera. I don't know why. I'm, I think I... Bro, I think I need a new camera. Like, it's just kind of been annoying me recently. But at least now I cannot worry about my posture. So that's not to say, like, that shit's okay in a relationship. Because you can still carry out that belief in a relationship. And that's how, you know, relationships with, um, you know, narcissists, sociopaths, manipulators, abusive men occur. Is because, you know, okay, well, they're you're their, their girlfriend. But you're still kind of like, oh, well, I need to win over their love. I need to, like, do all this shit for them or else they're going to leave me whatever so if you find yourself doing this seek help (laughs) but like it may be worth you know kind of inquiring yourself further like okay well why do i feel like i need to do this what do i believe will happen if i don't do all this extra shit um am i basing my self-worth in someone else's approval um and yeah and i mean obviously again i'm not a professional um seek professional help if this is a ongoing issue for you because this is these are things that can be overcame that's why i always bring up these like tiktok examples because so often they're just like i mean that's like so much of tiktok you know it's just like relatable shit or like these relatable moments in whatever meme format or trend is like currently trending popping off but yeah it's like so many of these like real life like day-to-day things that we go through have this like deeper meaning you know or like oh like that's why i do that because i have this like wound from my past like this is how i believe i'll receive love and especially just like patterns in relationships or in friendships or whatever it's like well so much of that can be traced just back to like your subconscious beliefs about yourself and like yeah so let me know your thoughts on that um and please don't do all this extra shit especially for a random man it's not even because it's a random man like you like that's not the issue i mean it's like lol why are you doing that for a a random man but like that's not like the baseline because it's like don't be doing all that extra shit for your boyfriend either or your husband or whatever and again that's not to say like you can't do nice things for people or your friends or whatever but it's like when it's a pattern of like you're always the one like bending your boundaries and going out of your way for other people and you know you don't feel like you're ever getting that same energy back it's like bro like you can't use the excuse of like oh well you know they're my friend or they're that's my boyfriend like they would do the same for me because it's like they're not so often and it's like they're not going to say anything because you're the one who's doing shit for them so again it just comes back to having strong boundaries and being clear in yourself about like what you will and will not accept 
and not being afraid to say no and not being afraid to, um, you know, break the good girl mold, I guess, you know, because a lot of us were kind of raised or socialized, you know, whether it was by our primary caretakers or just like, you know, in society, you know, by teachers at school, by just like, I don't know, other adults, whatever, like, oh, like, I need to be good. I need to like be pleasant to be around. I don't want to be, you know, a bitch. I don't want to be bossy. Um, You know, I have to think about other people's emotions. You know, I want to be polite and like, whatever. But it's like so much of that shit, like, doesn't, it's not like useful (laughs) because there's times in life where people are going to try to fucking push you around or take advantage of you or make you do something you don't want to do or you're not comfortable with. And you need to have the abilities, the tools and the strength to tell them to fuck off, period. Because my feelings are more important than yours at the end of the day. <laughs> like, And your feelings to you are more important than mine, okay? So fuck off. Like, <laughs> Again, that's not to say like, oh my God, I can never think, I can never have empathy. I can never think of anybody else. But it's like, bro, there's a time and place to like put your feelings aside. Okay, not to be like petty, I just kind of had like a random list of shit I wanted to say. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. But do you ever, like, bro, I feel like a lot of us are at this age where, like, a lot of people, a lot of our peers are, like, announcing their pregnancies. And, I mean, this is mostly, like, shade towards, like, men. (laughs) But do you ever, like, like, a random bro that you follow or something, like, announces that he's having a kid? And you're just, like, no wonder so many people are fucked up because, like, this is their parents, like. Like, bro, like, you grow up, at least I grew up, you know, like, thinking, you know, when you're an adult, you know, you have your shit together. It's like a feeling, like, I'm an adult now. But really, it's just like, and I mean, this is true, like, for me, too. It's like, oh, nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. But then, like, especially to just see these people, like, like, you know, like, a random bro from the club, like, oh, announcing my seventh child. It's like, bro, imagine that's your dad. Like, what? <laughs> and I mean, this is like no... I mean, I, there's a lot of, like, people I know, like, you know, in my peer group, my age range, that are having kids. And it's like... I mean, sometimes it's just, like, a bit jarring. Because it's like, bro, what? You're, you're just a kid. How are you having a kid? And it's like, oh, we're actually, like... Oh, you're actually almost 30. Like, got it. Um... <laughs> How is this allowed, bro? And especially just like, you know, the age at which women have kids has gone up. So think of like, you know, the not even olden days, like, but just like however many years ago, like, bro, people were my age. And I mean, there's still some now. It still happens now. It's just like a little less common. But like people were having kids at 18, 19, 20, 21. Like that was just normal. And it's like, why (laughs) you're like a kid (laughs) like what um yeah but I mean it is weird to kind of like I'm starting to kind of feel that like pressure 
like low key it's not anything crazy and i'm just really grateful to have like a family that doesn't like like pressure me like that um and i mean my mom didn't have me till she was like 30 i think uh, period queen <laughs> okay rihanna moment you know ha- have fun in your 20s um but it's weird because we do have this like biological clock to an extent whereas men just like don't as much so it's kind of like bro like let's get this show on the road like not that i want to have kids right now i low-key go back and forth like personally i've always like you know thought to have kids i just feel like i just that's something i want to do in my life but then it's like i don't know the world's kind of collapsing so like do i realistically and like it's just so expensive so i don't know and like bro i want to be fucking married if i'm gonna have kids with a man because like what the fuck like (laughs) oh i don't know bro it's fucking crazy it's so weird to like see these pregnancy announcements all the fucking time it's like bro like what are you like what but yeah so if you have kids how's that experience been going for you (laughs) it's just so weird like life is weird bro and i guess it just goes to show like everyone is on their own path some people at this age are like you know living with like 30 roommates having a fun time some people are like fucking married on their third kid some people are like i don't know in school still it's like yeah everyone is really on their own path so i guess it just goes to show like do what you feel is right for you because bitch there's no like right way to do shit you know you just have to do what's best for you i've been re-watching jersey shore for you know the millionth time and i'm on season one again starting it yet again i literally finished no i didn't even finish season six so maybe i should just do that i think on the plane though i like started to download season one because i only had like an episode left of season six so i was just like well, let me just start from season one but bro just like season six how mike is like oh yeah me and paula have been seeing each other for three four summers i think it, i'll make her my girlfriend like and then dumps her within like a week it's like, bro obviously he was gonna do that but like if you're waiting that long like don't fucking wait around for a man to make you his girlfriend because if a man really wants you he will make that happen not to be like if he wanted to he would but it's like i think what really changed for me and how i view that is like someone on tiktok was like bro if he really wants to lock it down with you he's not going to risk letting you get wifed up by someone else or swooped up by someone else you know and that's really part of it so Bitch, do not wait around for a man. Don't be a fucking Paula. And then you're gonna get dumped. That's probably why she was so overexcited because she was like, oh my God, finally, you know, after all this time, he finally makes me my girlfriend. Oh my God, I'm so excited. And then that's what like fucking disgusted him. He was like, ew, she's like not the girl I used to know. It was, that was honestly so sad. He's like so hot in that season though. I hate to say it. he's like a little more buff. He like doesn't look like he's dying. Anyway, anyway, I don't know how we got on that tangent, but I think that's all I'm gonna talk about today, y'all. And I gotta get to editing this, so... Thank you so much for listening. I feel like this was more of a catch-up episode, but I'm going to start my new books, my, my new book this week. So next week's episode should be a little more pop and let me know what you want me to discuss. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to post an aesthetic story and tag me so I can repost. And I will see you guys next week. And stay tuned for the vlog. Love y'all.